What we have here is the large refuge tank, and this is our attempt to simulate Devil's Hole. So as we enter the room, we need to step in a decontamination foot bath. We also spray down our hands uh, with a bit of alcohol just to disinfect them. Uh, you can actually see along the edge of the shelf there, there are a, a few pupfish hanging out against the white background. They're basically iridescent blue, only about an inch long, and they've been in this habitat for just a couple of months now. Uh, they're foraging, and usually this time of day, there's a, a reasonable amount of spawning activity that goes on as well. This population is considered to be a lifeboat population. If something catastrophic were to happen in Devil's Hole, it would be able to be repopulated into Devil's Hole. But the, the primary advantage that we see for this population is the ability to work with them in captivity and especially in the laboratory. Uh, that allows us to conduct a lot of the really detailed and controlled experiments to learn about why the, the wild population is struggling. And so rather than transferring fish into Devil's Hole to supplement the population, we're hoping to drive the research towards preserving Devil's Hole and helping the wild population recover on its own. Uh, the population that we have here, uh, we have 29 individuals, and they came about through egg collection with Devil's Hole itself. And the reason that we, we went that route is last year in the spring, the population had a historic low count of only 35 individuals left in the wild. There were two very, very much opposite reactions uh, from the different federal agencies about what should be done. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife position was the fish have reached a historic low, we need to pull fish out and establish a backup population as soon as possible. The National Park Service also felt we've reached a critical low for this population, so absolutely nothing should be done to the wild population that might further threaten it. Uh, through various bits of research and a lot of negotiation, we looked at different strategies to be able to accomplish both tasks. We identified certain times of the year when spawning is at a relatively low level, and also the eggs that are spawned during that time do not survive to adulthood, so they have no effect on the overall population. During those times, we were able to deploy egg recovery mats, which is basically a one-foot square piece of carpet attached to a tile, and they spawned the eggs on that. We brought them out, and we hatched the eggs in the laboratory, and that's the first time that that has ever been successfully attempted. And with that, uh, we were able to establish a population of uh, the 29 that we have in here, and without adversely affecting the, the population in Devil's Hole. We've also been working a lot with Natural Park Service with a few habitat enhancements and a little bit of supplemental feeding. It's a very energy limited system. By increasing a little bit of supplemental feeding with a high quality food, the population has uh, recovered to over 130 fish at the last count. Uh, it's been showing a, a continuous increase. So we're, we're optimistic about the, the wild population and everybody's breathing a little bit easier now that, now that we're away from that 35 mark.